welcome back to day two's recording. You are one, two, three, fourth. You're a fourth presenter on this day. Uh, I am so excited to bring to you this topic. I think it is so important, so needed, and I feel honored to be able to have this brilliant woman in our community, in our space, and be able to work with her and help her get this message out. So I would love to introduce and bring onto the stage Tracy Sweeney, and she's going to be presenting to you today, Empower Yourself for Menopause, Your Journey to Cronehood. Yes. Let's welcome Tracy, everyone. Hi, Tracy. Hi. Good to be here. Thank you so much. You, uh, I'm I'm getting more than I'm giving here yesterday and today and tomorrow. So it's also good. I love that your presentation comes right after nature, which came before with the moon, and we start off with astrology. We're all tying it together. We're we're it's um. It's all one big story, isn't it? Yes, it <laughs> is. And all these different chapters are just so yeah. amazing. I'm like, we're honored to all be in a group together here and, and yeah. to provide this to the world. So, okay, before we go off on the on to this topic, because this is needed, this is important. We have been missing this for a long time. You know, the wisdom around menopause and stepping into your wise years and turning into the medicine woman and all that um but let's first talk about the true north and when you heard this phrase and if you've ever heard this phrase before um you know finding your true north what does that mean to you when you first heard that alignment um i uh, and i think um the process of aging and menopause and the way that the the mind and the body changes uh is a great time to find out are you aligned with what you truly believe and who you truly are because um it's so easy to go down to go through your 30s and your 40s and your 50s and you're busy and you're with your parents and with your kids and with your career and all of a sudden you're 50 years old and you say, how the hell did I get here? <laughs> because maybe you didn't check in, you know, you maybe you were one degree off, but one degree off course mm. over, over like, what is it? There's a formula. If you're one degree off, if you're flying, right. um, you are 60 miles off course in the, in, you know, in a minute yes. or something. Right. It's, it's, so it's, for me, when I was 55 or so, I realized, holy cow, I, how did we get here? So finding the experience of realignment and getting to the true north is that's, that's what it means for me. I love that you brought up age too and that like how many people on the planet can get to that 50 something and go like whoa what is this and then you still have hopefully hopefully so many beautiful years on the planet and you're gonna live chances are you will live one third of your life post-menopausal wow. in 2025 there are going to be 1.1 billion with a b people post-menopause Imagine if all of those people embraced their crone wisdom. We're going to save the planet. <laughs> no, we're going to save it. You know, I, I love that you're bringing this up because we put a lot of that pressure on children, 
on babies on these light workers coming and i even get caught up in that i'm like oh these children are going to save the world and it's like actually actually we all saving the world we all have a, a role and a responsibility there's i'm i don't know if i have time i'll talk about it but there's the the, the grandmother hypothesis mm -hmm. and i don't want to say that it's you only have to be a grandmother because you can create your own life you can create your own family you can create your career when you're done with that the grandmother hypothesis hypothesis says that societies that do well do well because the wisdom carriers the grandmothers have that deep wisdom to keep the next generation coming so uh killer whales actually are the only other mammal that go through menopause um so they have a life a purpose a responsibility after their childbearing years well we all do after our career years after our creating our constructing whatever family we want um we have a responsibility because we have knowledge and it's time for us to step up and share because we're pretty powerful oh i am getting fired up with <laughs> oh I don't even know where to go with this. I'm just like really just steeping in the magic of it um, and, and letting you shine. Uh, how, like, why is this so empower, important right now? How, how powerful is this? And, and why is this coming up? Well, you know, I, I'm, I know I'm asking you a million questions right now, but you're stepping into this simultaneously as the world is going to have that many postmenopausal women. I mean, I think it's all connected after everything we've heard this weekend. There's connections here. Do you agree? I, there's something going on. Right. Um, right. There's an awareness. And I, I would love for, you know, menopause is not the end of life. Mm -hmm. um, menopause prepares you for a time of power, of empowerment, the crone years. So we are becoming aware, I think. Mm -hmm. I want more women to, and, and men, I, I want more people to understand that. Um, there's there's a lot to come and uh you have to train for it mm, i love that aspect mm -hmm. to it because you have a background in nutrition yep. and uh like you know the personal training aspect let's say sports therapy uh, as a personal trainer you're working on a physical mental nutritional emotional energetic hormonal level oh, yeah well yeah there's the, um nutrition affects hormones right uh, exercise affects hormones um whatever hormones we have left <laughs> as they decrease but um uh there's it's the prime of life it can be um with a little preparation oh my goodness it's been so amazing watching you and i love when you and i speak on this is like why wait till you're in menopause to learn this stuff this is why I'm so glad we have such a broad range of not only an age group, but also genders. Like mm -hmm. why shouldn't our young men, our boy, right? And mm -hmm. our young women, and why shouldn't everyone learn about this? Especially when we're not just calling it menopause now, it's like the wisdom years. Like why are <laughs> we separating our youth from our elderly? Do you have anything to say about that? Your thoughts on that? Ooh, I, not yet. <laughs> give me some time I yeah. might. <laughs> but um i well i suppose um 
culturally, there may be, if, if in each phase of our lives, we could understand that um, indigenous communities, ancient communities highly respected their elders so much so that they were the elders were put into um, positions of knowledge of honor and not just honor but authority right where did, where did you go where did you turn to to settle a difference you made sure that there was a crone on your group right you wouldn't you wouldn't not think of that so i i suppose um not being afraid of growing old mm. not uh glorifying understanding that uh uh, there's beauty in every age rather you know rather than being 30 years old and worried that you have wrinkles <laughs> so I don't know if that answers your questions but, but that's probably where I would go with that <laughs> I can't wait to see what else, what are what you write also just off of this and these questions I love that you brought up uh with the elderly and the position of authority and power, respect. I remember studying in um, Native American traditions, indigenous people in uh, you know, North America, Turtle Island, their council was made up of three elderly females, three elderly males. They were the wisdom keepers, their entire council, every decision, it was a uh, a lot of Native American tribes were uh, maternal, matriarchal decision, but like council itself was for the females to be in position on council, they had to have ended their bleeding years. Yep, yep. And I'm like, wow, what a way to say like, you know, it's not a shameful thing. This was a revered, a respected level to get to. You are valuable to your community. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of the, a lot of women who um, reach a certain age feel the, the complaint is I, I'm, I feel invisible. Mm. Um, I don't feel listened to. Um, I feel I have no, nothing more to, uh, give mm. um my doctor doesn't listen to me yeah i mean you know even it, it it's it's uh can affect your um quality of life if you don't feel seen and heard right i feel like nature my behind the scenes just got really silent as you were speaking there like all eyes on you all ears on you um and i you know for anyone listening to this now what advice do you have for someone who's going through that like perimenopausal as they're heading into menopause they're kind of in that in between phase really all ages anyone hearing this now but also women who are really in it in menopause right now they're going through it like hormonally physically emotionally you know what's a quick bit of wisdom you could give them talk about it ask mm -hmm. questions raise the consciousness and awareness that you are going through menopause uh, more than half of women in the workforce felt like they wanted to quit because they were going through menopause and they didn't feel understood. They felt um, pushed into the corner. It's like, let's talk about it. Let's share wow. our stories. We have menopausal stories. Ask a crone. I'll tell you what it was like for me. Um, so tell your story, share your stories, ask some questions. Get loud. Get loud. <laughs> Woo!
can see. Oh, I'm like, I was, anyone else burst out crying? In that <laughs> I burst out crying and I was like, oh my God, I have to keep presenting. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get emotional. I've written about it before, but I've never spoken it aloud. I hope everyone goes back to the replay and watches her reaction. <laughs> I think I was really there for your reaction was, was the best. <laughs> oh my God, this is so beautiful. Um, what you, how you wrote this out. I mean, I know like this should be its own piece, like this presentation. Does anyone else agree with that? Like oh, your notes, what you were reading out loud to us really felt like a story and the 15 year old in you. Uh, well, you know what I mean? They, I, I, I appreciate good storytellers. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. I, it's, it is, it's my story. Um, and if it helps other people understand that there is so much power in in achieving um, their crone years, uh, there's nothing to be there's don't be afraid of aging. Mm. The good stuff is at the end, mm. <laughs> you know. It's good all the way through. But um, uh, if I can help any one of those 1.1 billion people mm. understand their the power that they can step into. Um, I'm here for it. <laughs> well, it's really like it's your time. It's the time for the crone. It's the time for elders to step back into their place as in the wisdom keepers. And as for the work I do, I want to shine some light on this. You know, Tracy, you're 65? 65, 65. Yep. Um, and I have, so I have 50 year olds, 60 year olds. I even had a, um, discovery call with a 73 year old woman the other day about starting her business and I'm like this is it like it's time no like you don't have to say anyone listening to hearing this like no need to think that oh if I you know, I missed my buck I missed the train I'm no. too old all these no. young people are doing it no we need you haven't missed the train you've got 30 years to do something right the, the, the challenge the the sad part would be if you don't do it right. I have a, a friend who has written a guest blog post I haven't put it up yet she started her own business at 70. there we go it's an amazing business it's um, it's like a triple win, um, a, a triple bottom line win. Win. She's it's social. It's social entrepreneurship. Um, Beautiful. You know, uh, Sloan just said many of the great writers didn't even get published until they were in their fifties. Right, right. How many? When you hear about the people who did succeed, they've got stories behind them that said they failed all through their twenties and thirties. If they did even start at that point, how many people even just waited till they were fifty to come out? Yeah. Yeah, what they're here to do. So, uh, you know, this is the time on planet Earth for us to, if you've got something to do and to give and to create and be and make, this is a beautiful time in a decade and the next hundred years, right? We're really going to have, I know there's all this like apocalyptic ideas, but I think it, the apocalyptic idea of everything's going to end is very unnatural. Like, no, the planet is still going to revolve without you on it or not. Well, the one in um, the crones were feared because 
they were in, in myth and legend, um, they had the power to, of, of life and death. Right. They, because they, they knew and understood that it's all a cycle. Mm -hmm. And um, that was really scary to, in the patriarchy, <laughs> to have older women who said, you know, be gone. Right. You're going to die. Yeah. And we had talked about this the other day in our group, but a great theme to bring up too is watching Walt Disney and these other story makers and creators redoing the villain's stories. Um, yeah. Maleficent and... The, I would just, wouldn't it be fun to just, well, so people are, writers are doing it now, the backstories of Maleficent. Mm. Um, uh, um, Snow White's, the, the queen in Snow White, was it the queen or her stepmother? Um, what if she was just afraid of getting old because she kept going to the, to the mirror, mirror on the wall. She wanted to be told that she was the fairest and finding out that she wasn't. What if she accepted that? What if she went through her transformational journey through menopause, accepted the fact that she was going to have wrinkles and saggy stuff? I've got, I'm getting saggy skin. I don't like it, but you know, it is what it is. And, <laughs> and, and to, to think that, um, what, what if Snow White's mother or queen stepped into her cronehood and became one of the greatest rulers of her realm or mentored Snow White to be a powerful beauty? I don't know, whatever. Right. I think the, the post aspect is so important too. Like instead of the post something, postmenopausal, postpartum, there's this like, post energy that instantly is showered with shame and it's like you have to dig through all of this this weight of society to come out as a transformational I'm, I'm going through that right now in my postpartum journey and I said yes to a photo shoot recently and I realized a lot of new moms won't have these shoots done because oh, gosh. The their body looks. And I was like, you know what? I've got a belly. I've got a new body. I've got new hips. My boobs have changed now. And, and I went and got this photo shoot done and it is beautiful. And I really like the way my body looks. My post baby body is, it's new. It's refreshing. It's powerful. Like, I think I look more empowered now than prior to this child, you know what I mean? And I'm like, we need to shine. And I love that you get photo shoots. Oh gosh. Well, so, so the, that was really fun. Um, <laughs> I had that photo shoot. Um, and then there, there are some photos in that photo shoot that were just there. It was a, all right, ladies, yeah. gentlemen, it was a boudoir shoot. It was so much fun. <laughs> Not because they were for anybody else. It was fun for me. Yeah. And it was, um, I would do it again. And my body doesn't, I'm not as cut as in that picture. Um, it takes a lot of work and a lot of sacrifice to get that, to get your muscles to show that much. Mm. Um, for all kinds of reasons, aesthetic. And I wanted to honor that teenager. Um, I, I did that. I'm not as rigorous anymore, but 
you know what? I'm still fucking strong. <laughs> I'm like, don't even downplay it. You look badass and beautiful <laughs> in those photos. My goodness. And I'm excited for you. I know you said you want another. Hold on, I just gotta like admit Jen in real quick. Okay. Um, you're getting another photo shoot. Don't you want another one too? Oh, I do. I haven't I haven't scheduled it, but um yes, yes I want another one. Cause you know, in the in it happens fast. Enjoy your tight skin, people, because um, you know, I'm 65, 65 and a half. Things are sagging. And yeah. it I mean it. It, they just are underneath the sag are really nice muscles but i it just is right that's the thing like okay it just is right it's like accepting it not explaining it or any of that but just being like yeah this is it i've heard from a lot of women uh that concept too older women telling me like get the nude photo shoot done get the take the pictures now they're like at 50 at 60 at 70 they're like oh my god had i just like captured the that body and not that not to only look at that or own that or idolize that but the idea that how many 30 20 30 and 40 year olds right now are like i'm to this i'm to that i'm too big i'm too bad the scale the this the wrinkles it's like no each moment is really so beautiful and and we don't really start getting tapped into who we are and our power until what I, I it's not 20s 20s no oh my goodness uh oh my God. i would i would say well for me tapping in 50s yeah right right 